When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Ron Dugay started following me last night. How about that? How about that? How about that? These guys here, the guys with the full heads of hair, don't even know. What did you call him? A Ron Dugui? Like, who is this Ron Dugui? This guy was Bon Jovi before there was Bon Jovi, okay? Good guy, Ron Dugay. He's coming up next week. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome to the second half kickoff, everybody. Again? I thought I had it fixed, (laughs) but I don't. My earpiece here. I know it doesn't look good dangling down in the front, but... Whatever. I know. The listeners don't care. How about that? I want to upgrade you from the bread clip that's holding it on. We are rocking and rolling into hour two of the program. A lot of hockey talk today. It just sort of happened that Thursdays have become a big hockey day around here. And let's be honest, we are a hockey country. Last hour, we visited with Rich Sutter, Columbus Blue Jackets pro scout, a man that needs no introduction from hockey's first family. You're going to really like our guests this hour. Meg and Shannon will be joining us from the Slapshot Sweethearts podcast. Shannon is in Washington, D.C. Megan's in Los Angeles, California, or at least the last I talked to them, they were. But they got a show that's very popular on the Belly Up podcast network in the States, and I was on their show, and I thought, let's return the favor. These girls know their stuff. So, and, and they do. But we'll be talking a lot of Honda West Division, a lot of Mass Mutual East Division, the stuff we don't normally talk about here, yeah. right? So it's going to be good. We've got um, some comments to get to here. Uh, Ricardo, I got to get this right. He's in Southern Ontario. He's watching on Facebook. I can't remember if he's a Ticat fan or an Argos fan, but he says, I watched some Ron Dugay clips last night because of yesterday's show. See, we're doing their marketing for them. The guy's so cool. And we're going to have him next week, but we spent enough time on Ron Dugay yesterday. Um, I'll read one more, and then I'll get into my quick six show topic, re-up. Troy Colmer says, it's just an embarrassment for the Oilers. But the Leafs played a solid defensive game. What's he say? We, I'm Toronto, aren't used to the Leafs playing such a great defensive game? We in Toronto, yeah. We in Toronto. Can you spell check your comments, please? Anyways, and there's a debate raging amongst the viewers about where Rick Jenneret is now, the legendary voice of the Buffalo Sabres. Is he still calling games? Is he not? I don't know. You guys figure it out and tell me. So, Jordan, let's get to the quick six show topics, please. And I'm going to run through these a lot faster than I did last hour, okay? But our NHL leftovers from last night are, number one, hashtag free McDavid. Because the Oilers just got smacked around by the Leafs in three straight. And I said, this poor kid, he deserves better. It's tongue-in-cheek. I don't necessarily believe they're not going to trade Connor McDavid. But I don't think anybody would blame him at this point if he wanted out. A la Deshaun Watson and a plethora of NFL superstars. Russell Wilson. I know we've covered this before. Is it just a hockey thing that the hockey players just grin and bear it? Whereas the football players say, I'm out. Is it the difference in the culture of the two it sports? It might be. It might be. Yeah, you don't see it as much in hockey. No, you see it some, but you not as some. much as, yeah. as the NFL. That's right. Uh, breaking news today. So we love daytime sports talk because things go on and we can talk about them in real time as we roll. So Alex Ovechkin spears 
the Bruins Frederick where the sun don't shine in the game last night and he only gets two minutes. And I put in my leftovers this morning, only two minutes. And I've got umper, umpires and referees writing me going, it wasn't a spearing motion rod. It was more of a whack. No, it was a, spe- it was a pitch. And this morning, the NHL just announced $5,000 fine for Ovi. And it's got a bit of a, some discussion going around it. How come he doesn't have to have a hearing? How come he's so special? I think we would all agree that Ovi's special, correct? Ovi's special. He yep. is special. He's he a special, special. He's an NHL star, and it's brought up. People were likening it to Gretzky in the day or Gordie Howe. And what happened was Frederick came over and crotched him on the arm. You probably, that's a lack of respect to Ovi. So he turned around and right between the legs, and down went Frederick. We all know the feeling, right? <laughs> and somebody's saying, how would Gordie Howe handled it? Gordie would have handled it himself. And Frederick would have been picking up his teeth off the ice. Wayne Gretzky, how would he have handled it? He never stuck anybody. Never, ever, ever remember seeing Gretzky stick anybody because Semenko would be right there wailing the tar out of him, out of Frederick. Ovi doesn't have a Semenko, and he's not going to handle it himself. So he stuck him in the nuts. And you people, you snowflakes, sorry to sound too much like Don Cherry, but you don't want fighting. This is what you get. Hope you're happy. If it wasn't Boston, that might have been a role for Zidane Chara to come in. Yeah, I guess so. If it was, why couldn't he do it against Boston? I don't know. You know that relationship. You don't. I just don't think he would have. But All right, Troy Calmer again. I like you, Troy. He's got. Uh, he sends a lot of comments in. That's what we want. Lots of comments. He says five thousand dollars to Obi is like tossing a quarter into the wishing well. Means nothing. No, it's like a speeding ticket. It's a speeding ticket for Ovi. He's like, eh, worth it. I went on to say, I hope Nathan McKinnon's okay. He got blindsided last night. And the guy that hit him, I don't know his name, got a five in a game. Bloodstick or something like that. Uh, Chara got his revenge last night with uh, the Caps winning in Boston in a shootout. And I'm also not getting sick of division-only play in the National Hockey League. Are you? No, not yet. I don't think I will. It's, it's tremendously exciting, and the storylines change from when you play a team once to when you do the next time. Uh, Brady in Saskatoon says, um, you need to be a superstar to have protection in the NHL. If you're not a superstar, you're free game for dirty hits and concussions. Okay. What's Ovi if he's not a superstar? What is he? And by the way, who's protecting Sydney? I'll wait. Nobody has protection. No. And I might add, last night I did flip over. It's a good thing that Rich Sutter was watching the games that I wasn't watching because between the two we could cover it all, but I watched Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. I couldn't believe the defensive play of Colgan, uh, Keegan Colazar. There's a reason he's playing for Vegas. 200-foot game. Oh, yeah. Same thing happened with Ryan Reeves. They're playing defensively. I'm not sure the Vegas Golden Knights are that much more talented than the Edmonton Orders, but look at the standings. And if the Knights and Orders met up in the playoffs, the Knights would sweep them because they have a little thing. It's called work ethic. And Edmonton, you might want to uh, look it up. Google it. That's the part that if I was an Order fan, and they are my number two team, but I'm just tired of having my heart broken. The people in Edmonton don't have a choice. They have to cheer for them. Have to. And that was one of the things that came up in the post-game press conference was, like, we need to win some battles. Like, every time there's a battle along the boards, we're never coming up with the puck. And that's a problem for Edmonton. Keep the comments coming. Brady goes on to say, hey, Rod, NBA All-Star competitions and game take place this Sunday. Habs look to get their first uh, win. In reverse retros, Raptors were without three of their starting five. No wonder they lost, and Shaq was sent through a table last night. We covered all those an hour ago, correct? Mm -hmm. In the Quick Six show topics. Uh, Don't mind me. I'm just figuring out this phone, which I love from Prairie Mobile. It's just a Samsung, I think. LG. LG. If it's not Apple, I don't know what it is. Ray in the 416 write in. This is actually, Ray, I was going to put this in my quick six. Were you reading my diary? Ray in the six texts, Darren, on the Prairie Mobile text line at 840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SaskTel Mobility Center. 
Hi, Rod. Are the Leafs that good or are, the, or are the Oilers that bad? Maybe a little different for the Leafs if they started to play American teams. Well, that's what John Scott said yesterday, and I will back him up. Now, no, I, I'll, I'll say, what are, the, what are the Leafs supposed to do? Like the Oilers were the number two team in the country going into this three-game set, and the Leafs just treated them like a peewee team. It's not the Leafs' fault. That's right. It's not. I mean, you can only beat who's in front of you. But I think when you look at going up against the rest of the league, they've shown a lot of uh, growth in different areas. You know, goaltending still might be an issue for Toronto. It might be. Wasn't the last three games. But when you can hold Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl to what? A point combined in three games? Who else is better in the league? Wow. Who else are you going to have trouble with? This has been echoing in my mind for a while, but it's like if Dave Tippett cannot get the Oilers to win, nobody can. I mean nobody. And uh, I got Babcock on my mind here. I don't know who I don't know who they've had some really good coaches go through there, like Ken Hitchcock, Todd McClellan, God knows. Pat Quinn. Remember that? Yeah. Been a revolving door. Nobody can get the Oilers to win. That's it's right. probably that culture problem from the top but I'm going to come back on that just to run through I did the uh I was looking for the NHL's power rankings for their top 16 I couldn't find them so I just off the top of my head came up with the top five in the NHL right now and I said Toronto I noticed you didn't argue with that two Tampa Bay three Vegas four Carolina and five Washington has wiggled their way into the top five the rp.com bottom five the Buffalo Sabres are now the worst team in the NHL, according to our rankings. Number two, the Ottawa Senators for a second worst team. Third worst, Anaheim. Fourth worst, Nashville. Fifth worst, the Detroit Red Wings. Congratulations, Darnell from Rockstar Supply Chains. You win a prize. You're no longer the second worst team in the NHL. You're the fifth worst team in the NHL. We're moving up. Tell him what he's won, Bob. <laughs> uh, point four, the Blue Jays lost. It was their first spring training Loss, I believe. 4-1 to the New York Yankees. I don't know. I would have liked to have told you about it and watched it, but I couldn't. Uh, NBA, the Raptors lost to Detroit 129-105. And my rhetorical question was, because I'm no basketball aficionado, is Dwayne Casey not a good coach? Because he couldn't get the Raptors to win. We all know the story. He wins coach of the year just before the playoffs, and then the Raptors get swept in the opening round. Raptors can him, hire Nick Nurse, go and win a title. He gets snapped up in Detroit, and now they're one of the worst teams in the NBA. Good coach or not? We never came to an answer on that. No, we didn't. And that's about as much time as I'm willing to spend on that. Point six of the quick six is Mike Babcock. Uh, So he has met with the Montreal Canadiens yesterday. Clearly there's an out in his contract with the University of Saskatchewan if he gets a pro opportunity that he'll be let out of that deal. He's volunteering anyways. The question, the poll question is, would you want Mike Babcock coaching your NHL team? And last hour on Facebook, what what was it, Darren? 70% said yes? That's right. And let's remember we're broadcasting from the home province of Mike Babcock. Oh, it's flipped. No, it's still, no, sorry. It's going up. (laughs) 73%. Yes, I'd hire Mike Babcock. Don't you see his commercials for the Saskatchewan Hospital Foundation? Nobody would see that but us, right? That's right. Hi, I'm Mike Babcock. I'm proud to be from Saskatchewan. On Twitter, 57% saying yes, they would hire Mike Babcock to be their head coach of their NHL team. I think if we were putting that poll up in Toronto, in the Republic of Toronto, it would be reversed. Yeah, probably. But they don't know him. They don't know him personally like I know him. I would absolutely hire him. But having said that, just to debate this for one second, I've stuck my neck way out for Babcock. So it's not that I'm not a Mike Babcock fan, but you're a Leafs fan. I'm actually shocked that he was there for five years. I know. I didn't think it was that long. So they get rid of him. And now they have the number one team in the NHL. And I really enjoyed the analysis of Mike Johnston watching SportsCenter this morning where he talked about the defensive play of the Leafs. 
against the Oilers in this three-game set. And he has the Leafs. If you'd looked and he showed all these highlights, Mike Johnston's very good at what he does, right? Yeah. But he's like, look, in every instance where the Oilers are trying to position themselves facing the net or get to the net, there was always a Leaf in front of them. Didn't matter if it was a forward. Didn't matter if it was a defenseman. The Leafs are playing sound defensively, and it's not just back-checking. It's in 200 feet of the ice. They weren't doing that for Mike Babcock. So that's why I'm asking. I'm not asking you about his personality because 99.99999% of you don't know him personally. As a coach, would you hire him to coach your team? Because clearly he wasn't getting it done with the Leafs, and Sheldon Keefe is. That's the that's the point of the question, Darren. Yeah. You know, and it's interesting because you look at the trajectory of the Leafs and the Shanna plan, right? Yeah. And, and you wonder if it's just this is the time, right? This is the evolution of it. And if Babcock was still there, maybe they'd be hitting that same evolution of, of the growth and the maturity and getting the, the right pieces in place. But clearly Sheldon Keefe, you know, relates to those players and he's got the right message. And sometimes it's the right coach for the right group. And sometimes it's just not a fit. Yeah, I guess. I mean, something didn't go right in Toronto. That's right. And as you said, it's a breakup and Toronto is clearly not over it. I think Babcock's over it. I, I really so. do. I think he was over well, it the night he walked out the door. Exactly. And if the Leafs win, they, if they win, they'll be over it. That's, yes. They have to win. Very you, good, you. You always have to be happy, right? Very you, good, you. Yeah. This is where the RP show morphs into Dr. Phil and relationship advice. Um, Step oh into boy, my office. Oh, boy, a lot of comments. Hey? Step into my office. Yeah, a lot of comments coming through here. No, Dr. Phil. You need to get in touch with your inner coach. Ivan in Toronto says, hey, 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 I'm from Toronto, and I like Babcock. Well, that's why we have polls, so the majority wins. Chris Bird in Toronto, I'm a Leafs fan. Babcock is a good coach, and if it was up to me, I'd hire him in a minute. He's a good coach. Uh, I think... That's about it. Let's break because I'm very excited to bring in our next guest. And they tell me that they are connected. Meg and Shannon, the Slapshot Sweethearts. I know them. You don't yet, though. Can't wait. Aren't you excited for this? Oh, yeah. The Slapshot Sweethearts, everybody. We're going to talk a little Mass Mutual East Division. Maybe a little Discover Central Division. And get to your questions as well. That's coming up next. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Live daily on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Support for The Rod Peterson Show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Dupes, have I told you about Manscaped? <laughs> you, you've started to. I've had it for yes. a week. Let me tell you, we've been doing it wrong. We have. Yeah, ask me why. Yeah, why? Because <laughs> I don't know where to start. I used to have to use two razors. Did I tell you that? I was doing an acrobatic act over the toilet and the sink. I had a big hair trimmer. I had a face shaver. None of those were made for below-the-waist grooming. That's a safety hazard. <sighs> don't tell anybody, but I don't have to worry about it anymore because the Lawnmower 3.0 is specifically designed for men's below-the-waist grooming. And your introductory package comes with a pair of boxer briefs, which I gave to you. Yes, not worn, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I pulled them out of the package. When you order yours, you'll get a pair of underwear. This was a large, didn't fit me, so I gave them to you. You're welcome. Thank you. And it also <laughs> comes with anti-chafing lotion. Where has this been all our lives? I know. So I used to get those nicky things. You must have too. <laughs> nick yourself. Yes. And you're bleeding. Doesn't happen. Because the Lawnmower 3.0 comes with a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Man, Manscaped <laughs> calls them. So, what more do you want to know? When you, when you use the Lawnmower 3.0, you use the anti shaving cream, you leave the house feeling like you've just left a spa. The chafing, that's the worst, right? Rubbing between the legs. Anti-chafing lotion, 20% off with the promo code FANSIDED20. 
That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code FANSIDED20. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. These Thursdays have been a very big hockey day. Ten games in the NHL tonight, by the way, and we'll get to them all with sports on tap for the Tap Brew House and drive through Liquor Store coming up. Moose DuPont's with me, and have I teed this up too much? Have I made too much of this? I don't know. It's, You're uh, going to find out. It's yes. a pretty big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. I'm the Slapshot Sweethearts. That's the name of their podcast. They host it in the United States. Let's bring him in, Producer Clark. Meg is in California. She's in the top screen. Shannon is in Washington. The last I talked to her, she's in the bottom screen. Good morning, ladies. How you doing? Good. We're good. How are you? Yeah, we're fantastic. I'm, I'm so grateful. Uh, I'm, I'm honest when I say two weeks ago when you brought me on your program, it's just been fantastic for me. I think it's been good for you guys too. Shannon, I'll start with you. If you wouldn't mind, can you just tell the viewers a little bit about your hockey fandom? Like you seem maybe a little juxtapositioned here. You're a Bruins fan living in Washington. What's your deal? Yeah, so as a Bruins fan in Washington, I'm a little annoyed this morning after last night's game. But, you know, I grew up uh, about a half an hour south of Boston, right outside of Foxborough. So, you know, natural diehard Boston Patriots, Bruins, Celtics, Red Sox fan. And now I live in Washington, D.C. and work down here, went to college down here, which is how Meg and I met. Um, So I have a soft spot for the Washington sports teams, Capitals. You know, I can't get behind the Nationals, but the Wizards and the Washington football team are, you know, have a special place in my heart. But, you know, like I said, after last night's game, the Capitals are, you know, skating on thin ice, literally and figuratively. (laughs) Yeah, well, they won in a shootout in Boston and Charles returned, so we'll talk about that. And you're also the marketing director for Belly Up Sports, so I want to come back on that. But let's bring Meg in. I'll tell you, both these girls, I can tell you, know their stuff. They've got an edge. Like, they would stick you. If they had to, like Ovi did to Frederick, I know they would. Meg, you're in <laughs> California, but you're a Jersey girl, correct? Like, t- t- let's tell our viewers a little bit about you. Yeah, I grew up in Jersey. I went to school in D.C., but I'm a Pennsylvania sports fan, more or less. Um, Penn State football, and then obviously hockey. I'm a Penguins fan. Unlike Shannon, I'm feeling really good this week. Even without Crosby, we had a nice win on Tuesday. Um, I'm feeling pretty good, but yeah, the Penguins are my are my boys, but I definitely have a soft spot for Vegas and then a few certain capitals I'll keep near and dear <laughs> to my heart, but yeah. Good. Well, uh, yeah, like we say, Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. Darren, when you have a question, you put your hand up. Okay? Don't worry. I'm okay. just enjoying. Okay. Well, Can I, I just enjoy? Yeah, me too. So I'm just going to just pinball and kind of go back and forth here. Shannon, let me ask you this. The Slapshot Sweethearts. We didn't really get into this when I guessed it on your show, but how have you people been, been welcomed in the hockey world as females talking sports? What's it been like? I'll start with you, Shannon. Yeah, so it's actually been incredible. We have only been around since New Year's this year, so just a little over two months now, and we have been able to grow in the hockey community very quickly, and we are so grateful for that. We've put in a lot of work both on YouTube, uh, Twitter, more recently Facebook, trying to just get the word out and you know get to know the members of the hockey community because it is a smaller community compared to the other professional sports. So it's been really great, especially on Twitter, getting to know the fandoms of the teams that both we're passionate about and the ones that we don't necessarily know. We're hosting a watch party tonight with a group of fans of the Dallas Stars, and that is just a fandom that beyond the Bruins trading away Tyler Sagan, I am not familiar with. So, you know, (laughs) we're really excited to just keep expanding our network and getting to know whoever we can within the hockey community. And, you know, as women in the hockey community, it's been give and take, you know, sometimes people say, get off my screen, you know, you don't know what you're talking about, but it's been, you know, overall very great and very welcoming. Well, I tell you when anybody says that, please send them to me because I know that you guys know what you're talking about and I wouldn't have you on here if you didn't. And I'm going to bring this up to Meg too, but first Ivan's watching in Toronto and he says, aren't the Washington capitals in Washington, DC. Ivan, look, you need to speak girl. You're not understanding. She's they. They're from Washington or have lived in Washington, but they don't cheer for the Capitals. That's what they're saying. Okay, so follow along. Now, Meg, to you, how have you been received in the wonderful sport of hockey? Not just with Slapshot Sweethearts, that, but also just yourself as a fan. 
Um, well, in terms of the podcast, like pretty good. Like it's fun making friends with everyone and everyone's been pretty chill. Like we have some great comments in when we go live and it's great getting to meet a lot of other people. Um, as a fan, I am definitely a target of some hate sometimes. I'm that loudmouth girl who walks into an arena sporting every jersey but the home team. So I definitely get my fair share of comments, but like I'll give it right back to you. It's just in the culture. Yeah, well, I could I could tell that about you for sure. Now I'll stay yep. with you, Megan. Yeah, we had a great chat about the Lake Tahoe games. And you guys were both kind of ragging on the NHL for the lack of marketing around it. And, you know, the merchandise wasn't really there. So now we're post-Lake Tahoe games. How did you feel that they came off? Um, I mean, my main issue is that, like, how did you not take Sun into consideration when planning an outdoor game? I don't really understand that issue that happened. <laughs> like, you would think there would be some planning or, like, a contingency from the start but i think it's a shame too because viewership was really hurt by that midnight eastern restart time which is just such a shame but i mean i'm sad that vegas didn't win but i think it was still fun to watch even like me being in california it's nice because like the time difference i get to i saw it at 9 p.m it was a great time for me but it, i mean give and take with it i wish it had been executed better and if it had it would have been a better for more people but I still had a good time watching yeah for sure and to you Shannon I mean you're the Bruins fan and I'm the same I was like they have they have to have figured this out right they have professional ice makers and it just seems like they didn't but from the Bruins perspective they lit up Carter Hart you had to be happy with although it was late you had to be happy with how it came from a Boston perspective Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with what Meg was saying. I actually wasn't. I asked her to cover the Avalanche Golden Knights game on our Twitter because I wasn't available that day. And she texted me and was like, there's no game to cover. They postponed it to midnight. And I was like, you have to be kidding. There's no way that that they really let it get that far in terms of all, like you said, already been doing on the NHL for their poor management of the game. So then when it came to the next day, and I obviously did not watch it. I am not someone that is going to be awake to watch a game at midnight. But when we got to the next day and we got to the Bruins game and the Flyers game, I was really excited. I had made appetizers. I was all ready. And even then, they were not ready to start the game at 7 o'clock. It got postponed to 8 o'clock. And the reason that I stayed up to watch it was because it was a 10-goal game between both teams. You know, the Bruins came out and scored 34 seconds in, which is always nice to see. And it must be frustrating as Carter Hart to be glared by the sun, you know, he, some of those goals he had, he played horribly either way, but there was some of those goals. There was nothing he could do about because he's just playing in the sun and as an outdoor game that, or, you know, their game was outdoors, but it's not an outdoor sport. The equipment does not support outdoor play all the time for every single player, which I think is a little bit frustrating for goaltenders specifically. Yeah. I this by the way, I just asked Darren if he had a question. He's like, no, I'm just loving it. They're giving it. And I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't have had them on if I didn't think that they would. So, by the way, can you show a picture of Darren just so the girls know? It's great. He is here. Moose Dupont. He's just, yeah, he's just sitting here and hey. he's enjoying it. Life's yeah, good. there you go. So, okay, well, I will. No, no, I will ask you. You got question. something? Well, okay. just back to Meg okay. on the old trolling in other people's buildings. What's the worst <laughs> thing you've done? That's the one thing I was thinking. What's the craziest thing you've done in somebody else's building as a fan? <laughs> Um, well, I've seen a lot of Penguins Capital games in what is it now? Capital One Arena used to be the Verizon Center back when Shannon and I were in college. Um, people, a lot of people, just yeah, like yell and they're like, "Go home!" And I'm like, "Well, this isn't a good comeback." I'm like, "Are you even from here?" And like, "Have you seen the standings?" And I've, a lot of the games I go to are like during playoffs, and I was in school during the two back-to-back Stanley Cup runs for the Pens. So, like, we'd be, like, up in a series, and they'd be like, you suck. And I'm like, have you seen what's happening? You're the worst. And I'm like, someone will be, like, booing me. And I'm just like, I know. It's really hard. It must be really hard to cheer for that type of team. But, you know, it's just a little passive-aggressive wit is what gets me through. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Richard Allender's watching in Boston. He says, wicked good podcast, Shannon. So there's one directed specifically to you from a, from a Boston person. But this is what shocked me a little bit. And for our Canadian viewers, it opened up my eyes a little bit. I mean, I told you guys that my dad 
worked for the Dallas Stars for 26 years. So I'm familiar with Sunbelt hockey, believe me, and that the NHL isn't number one in a lot of those cities. But what the girls were saying on their podcast is that the NHL is not marketed as well as you'd like to see in America. And it's shocking in Canada for anybody to say that. Because as I told you, the NHL is sport number one, two, three, and four. And SportsCenter is all NHL highlights. And it's hockey, hockey, hockey everywhere you go. And you should have seen you two's face when I said that. Because you were like, ah, sounds like a dream world. That hockey's number one. You know what I mean? So I'll go to you, Shannon. uh, Because I'm not sure what your schooling's in, uh, Megan. But Shannon, your marketing communications major what would you like to see the NHL do in America and what are they not doing right now or what they could do better? Well, it's interesting that you say that uh, hockey is sport one, two, and three in Canada, because I found out the other day that it's not the national sport and that lacrosse is the national sport in Canada. And I was baffled when I heard that. I was we still so are. surprised. I learned that in grade four <laughs> and I'm still shocked by that. But anyways, continue. Sorry. Right. So, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, I do, I had getting my MBA. So that is where the marketing perspective comes in there. And I am interested in the lack of education about the sport. I think that is where the NHL really fails. You know, you can turn on a game. I was talking last night with my boss at my day job and she grew up in Alabama where there's no team. And if there's no team, there's no reason to go learn about the sport unless you're actively interested in learning more about a given, you know, league, something like that, that is not in your area. You know, you learn about football because you go to a game. You learn about basketball because you go to a game. The NHL is not doing a good job in Canada. You know, it's the game that you're playing everywhere. And if you're not either playing it, growing up, watching it, attending a game, there's no rationale to go, you know, learn about it. And they don't show it on TV enough for people to learn about it if they're not in proximity to either playing or watching it physically. And especially in COVID-19, when you can't go to a game, it's significant in terms of the education perspective. How about you, Meg? What would you like to see the NHL do better? I would like to see those uh, blackout zones for people who pay around 30 bucks a month to watch all hockey go away. Because when I'm home in Jersey with my family, I can't see four out of the eight teams that are in the East Division because they're so central to Jersey. Like, why can't I watch my own teams? That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, that is a, like a real personal pet peeve for you. I get that sense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, and Shannon's laughing too. So, anyways, that's one of a few things that you guys brought up on your show. And just in the time we have left, um, I'll let you both give a spiel for the Slapshot Sweethearts podcast. Shannon, you first. Where can they find it, and why should they find it? Yeah, so you should find it because Megan and I are having some incredible guests on these days. Beyond having Rod on, we just had our first formal professional player, and we talked a lot about um, hockey prospect development and you know the path to becoming a pro, which was really interesting. We just had an ESPN fantasy hockey writer, and we talked all about you know the how-tos of fantasy hockey. So if you don't play, I highly recommend you check that out so you can learn a little bit more about fantasy sports. Um, and we just keep bringing in those guests. We're really excited to you know, expand our network, as I was saying at the beginning of the show. So you can find me at Swellshe63 on Twitter. You can find us at Pod on Twitter. You can find, just search Slapshot Sweethearts on pretty much any social media platform, and we are on there. Um, and then I can kick it over to Meg so that she can talk a little bit about her socials as well. She's trying to get a little bit more into Twitter. She was not prior to us starting the podcast. Okay, cool. There you go, Meg. Top that. I get so much hate from my personal Twitter because I, okay, I work in news, like my brand on Twitter was like politics and like pop culture with like a dash of like penguins, hockey and Penn State football. And everyone was like, started calling me out. They're like, you don't follow me on your personal. And I was like, guys, I don't even go on here very often. I'll follow you. Call me out. There was like a full day where everyone was just hating on me. But no, I mean, follow me everywhere else. It's Miss Meg Rage everywhere. And then Shannon and I, if you find our pages, we go live at least once a week with team, with different podcasts from so many different teams, a little bit of something for everyone. We have giveaways nice. coming up. There's one tonight. We have some big announcements that we're holding on to that we're hoping to make rather soon. Um, but there's so much more coming from us. And like, like Shannon said, we're so new. We're on month three. And it's just growing and growing. And we want everyone to come along for the ride. 
Well, I'm I'm a fan, and I appreciate you coming on Slapshot Sweethearts. They are very easy to find on social media and those podcast platforms. And just from some of the viewers from Belly Up Sports, they're watching. They say, let's go. Ryan McCarthy is watching in Albany, New York. He says, hey, ladies, representing Belly Up. You guys know Ryan well. So uh, thanks for making the introduction to me. Thanks for coming on today. And uh, go get them. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah, thanks thank for having you. us. Meg and Shannon, the Slapshot Sweethearts. We'll get to these uh, comments when we come back. Jason and Red Deer says, Great interview, ladies. Proud to see you on the show. He hosts the Puck and Pigskin podcast, which is part of their Belly Up Network. We'll preview this Leafs Canucks game. What do you got? Look like you want no, to say No, I was going to say we'll have to bring him to a game when we do our sports trip, but I'm. A little intimidated to take Meg to a game because she just would, you know, create so much attention and uh, get They're the intimidating. Oh, yeah. They're intimidating. A little bit. If you don't know how to handle. Joel Lawless from the Belly Up Sports Network watching on YouTube says, LFG. <laughs> I agree. Viewer takeover coming up and also a sports update. Hang on. It's the RP show you're watching on Game Plus TV Network. Live daily on YouTube and Facebook and... 24-hour sports talk streaming for Suds full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Keeping the hammer down. Here in hour two of Canada's daytime sports talk show, episode number 435. Uh, live reporting, Jason and Redger says, Sam Bennett, a healthy scratch tonight for the Flames, and Derek Ryan checks back in. I thought I saw Derek Ryan in the news the other day that his season was done, or was it somebody else? Derek Stepan, right. Didn't they put Ryan on waivers or something, though? Yeah. That's what I thought. They're trying to figure out the magic mix. Former Alberta Golden Bear. In Calgary. Uh, Habs for Life watching on YouTube in Vancouver says, I'm a bit behind, but I love her opinion on the NHL live blackouts. So frustrating. Guys, guys, guys. Darren had to explain it for me, but now I can explain it for you. If you put it on, if you buy the NHL center ice, you'll have every game, no problem. Correct? No problem. And if you're watching NHL center ice and it comes up on your screen, this program blacked out in your area, it's because it's on your regular cable. So if you pay $189 for the NHL center ice package through your cable carrier, you'll get every game. And if you don't, and you're trying to find those games, like, for instance, the Leafs are playing Ottawa and you're trying to find it on your basic cable, you're not going to get it because you don't live in their region. I got that right, That's right? Why it, you only, need rice. Yeah. it only took me a month to figure that out, but now I'm passing it along to you folks, not you people. Anything to add on that? That's perfect. Sports update, a depleted Raptors team dropped a 129-105 decision Wednesday night against the Detroit Pistons, and it does not get any easier for the Raptors, who had to get on a plane for a game in Boston tonight. The Montreal Canadiens are aiming for back-to-back victories as they host the Winnipeg Jets tonight in one of 10 NHL games. Montreal topped Ottawa 3-1 Tuesday to halt a five-game slide and hand rookie coach Dominic Ducharme his first victory since taking over duties from fired Claude Julien. Winnipeg's coming off a 5-2 home win against Vancouver. Hey, if you're Dominic Ducharme, how are you feeling when you think you're going to be the next coach of the Montreal Canadiens? Then you find out your bosses are parading Mike Babcock into the facility to interview for your job. It's like flipping the classifieds and you see your job posted. That's exactly it. You're still in the position. Should they be interviewing now or should they wait till the end of the year? Kind of a slap on the face to Dominic Ducharme, don't you think? They do know. I mean, he does know he's an interim coach. So I'm sure they've been up front with him that they're going to interview other people. I'm sure they've told him he's going to be part of that process. He obviously gets to audition live. So if you're in the chair, you've got the best chance to keep the job. But uh, it's got to be tough coaching when you know that uh, you're looking over your shoulder and other guys are being talked to for the job. 
P1, Todd Pinckney watching and says, but there were never any blackouts the past five years on center ice. This is the first year they started with them on center ice. But this is the point, unless I've completely misread it. If you are seeing that it says this game blacked out in your area, it's because it's on your regular cable. So I've got center ice and I've got regular cable and I've not missed any games this year. That's right. And I'm I don't not, think that's new, though. I'm I not really going to chastise anybody because it took me a while to figure it out, but this is the first year I'd ever bought NHL center ice. And I will probably buy it for the rest of my life. That's how much I'm loving it. Anyways, I got sidetracked here. The Flames and Senators meet tonight for the fourth time in eight days with Calgary playing host after the first three games were in Ottawa. And the late game tonight, we'll see the Toronto Maple Leafs in Vancouver. Canadians Brooke Henderson, Jacqueline Lee, and Elena Sharp will be teeing off today at the LPGA Drive-On Championship in Ocala, Florida. It's a first-time tournament for the LPGA, which would normally be making its overseas swing through Australia and Asia at this time of year. The winner will take home $225,000 U.S. This sports update for Dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis with the best team of writers across Western Canada and the Pacific Northwest. Visit Dubnetwork.ca and for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, including the new Almond Mocha. RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at G2GBars.ca. We're pretty excited around here for a couple of reasons. One... Speaking of Dub Network, the Regina Pats are hosting their first Zoom media availability of the season today at 2 p.m. The Holy Child isn't on it. Connor Bedard will address the media on Monday. Today, it's a couple of other players. I think Riker Evans for sure and maybe Drew Englop. But as, well, I'll be part of the, the action. So I'll be on the <laughs> Zoom today. And then can I tell them about the athletic? Yeah, sure. They're calling and interviewing Darren and I both separately today. The Athletic, the number one sports subscription website on the continent, calling today to do an interview on this show. And then tonight I got a Zoom with the high school students of Kindersley Composite High School. Cool. Talking about my career. So that's tonight. That's exciting. So as I said to my wife on the phone this morning, because she is out of town, I said, getting back, getting back into the grind. I've had a lot of hockey and football people the last couple of days say, how's, uh, how's life? And I'm like, well, you know what? I'm enjoying the last little bit of the downtime because things are really picking up here. Yeah. Do you get a sense that we're getting back to normal? Like junior A aside, and it's terrible for our friends in the junior A loop. But in other sports, do you get a sense that something's coming? Mm-hmm. I do. I get that sense that we're starting to get a little more comfortable with it. And, of course, you know, the more vaccinations that roll out, I know it's slower than we'd hoped, the more we're getting back to normal, too, which is exciting. And the leagues are finding ways to play and creative ways to play. And it's that trickle-down effect, right? You know, it takes the NHL, takes the NFL, the big boys, to step up and come up with the concrete plan. Then it's easy to take that plan and reproduce it multiple times for all the other leagues, right? So they're starting to see that it's possible. If they have the money to do it. If they have the money or the creativity in making these hubs and these travel situations work, um, you know, you can make up for lack of money by working hard. Right. Um, it's not always money, but uh, yeah. So once that blueprint's done, it's easy to reproduce. We're going to get to all of your questions when we come back. But here's just a few before we break to give you a taste of viewer takeover. And we have to find a face off topic, too. OK, can you think about that while I read these? I can. The poll question today is, would you hire Mike Babcock to coach your NHL team? We made the distinction very clear. NHL, because we don't want to make. The Huskies uncomfortable because they've already hired him or any potential junior team. Would you hire Mike Babcock to coach your NHL team? 71% on Facebook say yes, they would. And a reminder, we're broadcasting to you from Mike Babcock's home neck of the woods, as my mom would say. The rectangle. 
Ken in Saskatoon writes in on the Prairie Mobile text line, 840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SAS mobility dealer. Ken says there would be no hesitation in hiring Babcock, an intelligent man and hockey person. He has obviously seen the error of his ways by agreeing to volunteer with the U of S and recondition his reputation. It is very possible he would work hard, no matter what team he was with, at communicating a positive perception of himself. From the 204, Paulo in Winnipeg, I would survey the players or leadership group of the team hiring. All things being equal, though, I would hire Babcock. I do want to say one thing on Babcock, and I don't think this story's going away. He might end up coaching the Montreal Canadiens or the Calgary Flames or the U of S Huskies or heaven knows. I think Babs thinks he's getting a raw deal. He's admitted he made mistakes. Like, who was somebody called me from Toronto the other day and they said, What's Babs talking about doesn't pass the smell test? What's he saying? It was somebody from Toronto, I can't remember. And I said, He's saying Brendan Shanahan hired him knowing everything that he's about from the Detroit days. Eiserman hired him to coach the Olympic team. He knew everything he was about. So why is everybody in Toronto throwing dirt on his grave? That's what Babs is saying. So he's not entirely taken at all the that's, BS. That's right. Right? And I, I'm good for him. He was on the ice with Scotty Bowman after winning a Stanley Cup. I right. think he's yeah. okay with so at, what people think. At some point, you got to stand up and say, enough. Enough. And I think that's what Babs is doing, and I applaud him for it. We'll be back with more viewer takeover and the face-off. It's the RP Show, and you are watching on Game Plus TV Network, live on YouTube and Facebook, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Okay, welcome back, everybody. We do have breaking news today. Ben Roethlisberger is officially back with the Pittsburgh Steelers for the 2021 season. The Steelers announced a new contract for the quarterback today but did not disclose the terms. Big Ben said in a statement issued by the team, it is my greatest honor to be a Pittsburgh Steeler and give my all for this organization. I am grateful to be at this stage of my career and more happy, more than happy to adjust my contract in a way that helps the team address other players who are so vital to our success. Unquote. Roethlisberger was previously under contract for the 2021 season, though the team made it clear he could not return with a $41.2 million cap hit. We're not, I don't think, going to find out how much of a haircut he took on this. And good on him for doing it. Yeah. But I ended up watching. This is the face-off, okay, for the ultimate fan zone in the Mad Greek restaurant. I think it's time to move on from Big Ben in Pittsburgh. It's time. With no CFL football this year, I really delved into more NFL, and the Steelers ended up being the team that I was watching the most because of Chase Claypool down there. And the same goes for a lot of Canadians. Ben Roethlisberger didn't look good. He wasn't mobile. He was firing passes into the dirt. More often than not, he did not look like the Ben Roethlisberger of old. He looked like the old Ben Roethlisberger. And I feel they've seen enough of Mason Rudolph that it's time to move on from Ben Roethlisberger. I don't care how much of a pay cut that they took. You tell me that I'm out to lunch. Out to lunch at the Mad Greek, I might add. A little bit. Although I do agree with you that Ben Roethlisberger's plays regressed a lot. And he was, you know, he was holding them back last year. I get that. But Mason Rudolph is not the next coming, I don't think, in Pittsburgh. I just don't have enough confidence there. Really? And Pittsburgh's, they're still in a win-now mode, right? With the success they had last year. They're not going into a rebuild yet. You know, if, if Juju comes back and can get back to the level he was at two years ago. You know, and Chase Claypool elevates. They've got a run game. They've got a few things in place. If you think you can win, you've got to hang on. And if Ben's the best chance now, great. Hang on as long as you can. Because I don't think they're ready to go full-on rebuild. If you are, then, yeah, you've got to move on from him and some other pieces and be willing to take your lumps. But I think they've got one, maybe two years left of this closing window. And if you still think you're in the window, hang on to him. At some point, you need to move on. 
And I think it's not going to be now for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but it has to be after this year and move on with Mason Rudolph. By the way, the face-off is brought to you by the Ultimate Fan Zone. It's your one-stop shop for the sports fans on your list. Visit the Man Cave, downtown Moose Jaw, or on Facebook. I bought Steelers gear at the Ultimate Fan Zone. I saw a pullover quarter zip on the rack. I'm like, Chase Claypool, brand recognition. And I bought it. You've seen it. I have. You got every NFL team's gear at the Ultimate Fan Zone. And for the Mad Greek and Moose Jaw, available for licensed dining, takeout, or delivery, head to the madgreekeatery.com for more information. I had a feeling this was a polarizing issue, a hot-button issue, because Jeff the Stampeders fan has written in and said, time for Steelers to move on. What is their plan for the future? Oh, I definitely believe Mason Rudolph is the plan for the future. That guy's winning at life. He just spent a week in Cabo with Jeannie Bouchard. Yeah. Uh, Ricardo, the Ticats fan, says, I think so, too, about Big Big Ben. He's taken a lot of abuse over the years. There was games he couldn't even move. That game in Dallas specifically, I'm like, I I don't think he's going to finish the game. Habs for life in Vancouver says, Big Ben needs help at running back. Love our hometown Claypool, though. Well, they had Le'Veon Bell. At the end of the day, who are you going to hang this on? Right. They had all the bits and pieces there, but guess what? Things don't always go to plan. Oh, Darnell from Rockstar says, send a couple of the small Rockstar of the Day hats to those two fabulous ladies. I will, Dar. Thank you. Rockstar of the Day. Can we hit it? By acclamation, we are naming Meg and Shannon as the rock stars of the day. We'll get their address and we'll ship it to them. Uh, Thank you to Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions for uh, their ongoing partnership of the Rockstar of the Day. Tomorrow, it's a football Friday. You all love that. Justin Dunk of 3downnation.com will be joining us with the latest CFL news. Darren Urban from the Arizona Cardinals. He is their writer slash inside. He's the Gary Lawless of the Arizona Cardinals. That's right. He'll be with us to talk J.J. Watt and John Frenzy. Thanks, Dupes. Thank you. Thank you, Phil. Make yourself at home. We'll see you tomorrow, 11 a.m. Central and noon Eastern here on Game Plus. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.